0: Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Gemini Retail Podcast. In this episode, we will discuss one of the topics from the recently released article from the Gemini Research Institute on how consumers and organizations are adopting voice assistants. Voice assistants are becoming more widely adopted by consumers and organizations and are seeing the benefits of it with three quarters of companies already realizing a variety of benefits from voice and chat assistants. Our guests today are Andrew Smith, who will give us his view on how voice assistants have changed the customer journey, and Nick Graham for our retail supply chain team for his perspective on retail operations. So to start with, what are voice assistants and what are some of the ways in which consumers are using voice assistants as part of their shopping experience?
1: Hi Sophia. Thank you for having us. So if you look at voice assistance and voice, it's a completely new channel for consumers. It will allow consumers to find information, answer questions, provide customer service, you know purchase products, but also provide entertainment and and it's part of your home appliances. so the application of voice are very voice are very wide ranging now statistics have shown we can see significant increase in the use of voice assistance. And there are signs that it's actually going mainstream here. I see voice as a kind of as a funnel. And if you look at the top of the funnel, you've got awareness, interest, and consideration. And this is where the starting point is for consumers. So consumers might be researching products, getting recommendations for complementary products, for example. They might just be learning about products and finding a solution to a problem they have. And Amazon Prime is a great example of this. So if you look at the Amazon Prime campaign this year, your Amazon Alexa would give you an overview of the best deals of the day for you. So it's it's really an awareness campaign. But now it's not just looking at top of the funnel where you have voice. Voice also needs to be, you know, driving consumers to lower funnel and driving sales. And consumers might start by experimenting with voice as a channel to research products. Um, But then afterwards we look at how can consumers start reordering products and i'm thinking particularly here for you know reordering fast mover consumer goods rather than perishable items from the start and then finally let's not forget the lowest part of the funnel either so now you've bought a product you're on that journey to become a loyal consumer after that sale you you might want to talk to a customer service agent and build up a personalized experience with that retailer and if you look at a decade ago we were talking about shortening the you know the purchase journey for retailers how do you reduce the amount of from you know landing to a website to transaction how do you reduce the amount of clicks and i feel like today with voice we're removing that hurdle completely making the shopping experience seamless and like e-commerce was when it arrived on the scene decades ago i believe voice is now the new shop window for retailers
2: Hi all, uh, Nick Graham here. Uh, Andrew, thanks for the uh, great summary there and uh, big thanks to Sophia for hosting today's podcast. Um, so I think Andrew's given a good overview there of what voice assistants are and kind of their place in the market. Um, from more of an operational point of view and um, kind of more at the front end, what are some of the big benefits that we see? Uh, well, not necessarily the benefits, but what are they, uh, how do we think they're going to be used in a retail setting? Um, I think Product ordering, and Andrew touched on it slightly, is going to be a big one. Um, at the moment, it's something that happens a lot. Um, you see acardo Tesco in the UK, Kroger in the US, um, you know, a little bit of, you ordered all this last time, what would you like to order this time? you want to order the same things. Um, but there's also a more personalized element to it. So it's, uh, you ordered this product before, maybe you'll like this product. So that's coming in a little bit at the moment. Uh, stock queries as well. Um, you look at Uniqlo um, in the UK, so uh, and in the US actually, if you have a question for them around, actually, does my local store have this t-shirt in large? Um, they'll be able to give you some feedback and say no. Um, but actually, if you go a little bit further, you go into town, uh, you'll be able to find it there. Um, And I think there's a final piece, and Morrison's have a really good example of uh, this in the UK, their online operation. Um, Again, a lot of it's bolted on by the Ocado solution, um, but from an order status point of view. So um, they can check with their voice assistant, um, is my uh, supermarket order going to be on time? Um, You can also ask them, where is my order? So it's kind of, I guess, attaching the gap between what is retail operations and that customer experience element. Um, with various touch points, being able to say, right, it actually hasn't left the depot yet, so we know it's going to be late. So it's kind of linking in that operational kind of day-to-day element with uh, customer experience.
0: That's really interesting. So we've talked about the benefits for the customers, but Nick, can you tell us a bit about what are the benefits for retailers?
2: yeah absolutely um again i'm going to go a little bit more operational on this i'll leave andrew to the uh customer experience pieces um but i kind of see this for three key areas for retailers i think the first one is actually economical um again we don't really like to go into uh uh you know economics and fiscal and uh, you know anything around financial data but again it is potentially cheaper um, than having to hire people. Uh, So we all know one of the biggest costs for retailers is the people in the organization. Um, We see huge rationalization programs going across all of our biggest retailers in the UK. Um, Perhaps it is cheaper just to have, uh, again, a voice assistant rather than having to employ people to um, answer very basic questions. I think there's also an efficiency element to that as well. Um, Again, can they give fast, can they give accurate and measured answer uh, based on up-to-date data? Again, it doesn't require a human then to look into um, specific pieces of data, but actually it allows the voice assistant to use up-to-date data feeds um, to give accurate answers. Um, I also think Operational alignment. So one of the biggest issues that uh, retailers have is, um, again, peaks throughout the year. So you think going up to Christmas, there's significant issues uh, with being able to uh, resource properly. Uh, Having voice assistants may be able to take a lot of the stress off that operation and actually redirect a lot of queries through voice assistants rather than having to, um, again, resource, which is sometimes impossible, um, but significantly. So I think they're kind of the three more hard elements, um, but again, there's definitely a customer experience element to it.
1: Yeah, and and from a from a consumer perspective, Nick, so um, retailers can learn so much from the voice information they have. Um, you know, retailers can understand what they pref- what they like, what they don't like, and for me, voice is really the next level of personalization. So it allows you to do marketing with contextually relevant variables. So, you know, you could you could start thinking about building natural language processing tools to pick up things like not only demographic variables like age range, gender, but you can even start looking at things like household composition. If there are multiple speakers, how can you tailor the message to you know the relevant speaker to that specific device? How can you pick up mood and personality? All this is highly valuable information um, and can all be used to tailor the, the consumer journey. Now, What's what's interesting with voice is it's, it's a very personal and intimate channel for you. Um, so not only does it help you build a strong relationship between the retailer and the consumer, but it helps you build that emotional connection too. And then maybe just the last point from, from my perspective with the consumer lens on this is, Voice can also increase increase the reach and your catchment area. If you if if you talk to some of our retailers, historically they would define, you know, shoppers as people who either walk into the store or potentially land on their website, purchase their product. Now, everyone who's talking to a voice assistant can turn into a specific lead or a specific consumer for that shopper, or for that uh, specific retailer. So it's a far larger catchment area and a, a much more competitive market with voice. So I'd say. You know, for retailers, focus on customer engagement, build a relationship, and then the sales will follow.
0: So, where do you where do you guys see the future of voice assistants going? It's it's clearly just uh, started to pick up a little bit, but where do you see it going going next?
1: Yeah, so so I envisage voice being used more and more in end-to-end shopping experience. So, you know, last year when when we were using voice to understand more about the weather or you know getting a news update, I see it now. As going through the consumer journey, so people will start experimenting with using voice to do their product searches, but then start doing that, you know, lower funnel activity and actually start purchasing their products off voice. Um, and it's going to be super important to start integrating voice with other channels. So for me, the, f- the future is to integrate and converge digital, you know, physical and voice channels and creating that seamless customer experience. And again, not losing sight of the data and insight you can capture about your consumers to improve that relationship.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I uh, really echo what Andrew says there. I think in summary, I think the future of voice assistance revolves around three key areas, and that is personalization. Again, Andrew's touched on quite a bit of it there. Uh, and in previous comments, I think less clunky is another one. So less of the really basic responses that may not answer the actual question or the answer that you're uh, wanting at a point in time. Um, and I think intelligent as well. So being able to give you really good recommendations or ideas um, based on, you know, a good data source, I think that's going to be uh, a big part of the future. Um, and just just touching on one of the points that um, Andrew made around uh, bringing channels close together, I see that as a big one operationally. So replacing a part of the customer journey uh, in regards to the retailer journey. So um, where is the closest store uh, to me? Uh, Brilliant. That's where it is. From that point, what's the closest locker to my house? Um, What is the quickest way for me to get this product? So I think that really intelligent uh, mix between the two channels, that'll become really key. Um, I also think just from uh, an operational issue point of view, all retailers have operational issues on a daily basis, some more significant than others. Um, so a really good example would be, uh, okay, right where well, your uh, delivery is going to be late, so you're no longer going to be at home. Please, could you redirect my package to the closest location to my office? Is a really nice example of uh, you know that how it could become really intelligent based on wherever you are. And that's quite dynamic. And that in-flight flexibility is really, really key. Um, I, I think voice isn't as well. We'll just be able to deal with more complex problems. Uh, I think it goes back to a point I made earlier um, around up-to-date and live data, not dependent on kind of interaction with other channels. You can just get it all in one place. And if if the voice assistant has got that data, um, again, giving you a really accurate and uh, up-to-date answer uh, would be key. Um, and there's a lot of investment, as we know, uh, in this sort of technology across all the big tech firms. There's lots of really good startups coming through, uh, so I think the opportunity for retailers to kind of uh, embed this uh, intelligent, uh, personalized service, I think, uh, I think, will only become greater.
0: So they really will become like your personal assistant. Then?
2: <laughs> well, I, I actually do think so. Yeah, I really do think so. I think uh, I actually got deal need with... one. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think their biggest issue, and uh, we may touch on it, uh, is around privacy, uh, especially personally. Uh, I think privacy. Once they can get around that, I think the future of voice assistance could be more significant than uh, we'd ever imagine.
0: Yeah. So, um, if if privacy is one of the things that customers should look out for, then what do you see will be some of the things that, as a retailer, you should uh, keep in mind when using voice assistance as part of your customer journey.
1: Yeah so like like Nick just mentioned you can't really talk about personalization if you don't talk about privacy and some of the the you know concerns that consumers have and there's a massive play for privacy here for retailers consumers are concerned about privacy and the security of conversational interfaces so it's fundamental to build trust as a starting point um, be transparent on how you use voice and overcome overcome some of those privacy concerns and then once you've got that trust in place then you can start personalizing the shopping experience and for me it's all about progressive personalization over time so you can get to know a person you've built that trust and then build up an emotional connection and learning more about the consumers so you continue to personalize based on historical data and contextual data points you have so my recommendation is always build trust with the consumer as a starting point, and then test different tactics in the market with voice. See what works, see what doesn't work, because as we've seen it with Amazon and with Alexa, they've you know they've had a first mover advantage, and I believe a first mover advantage for retailers in voice is also crucial.
2: Yeah, I think for me it's uh, just three big areas um, that a retailer should ask themselves. So. I think the first one is, is it genuinely more convenient? Uh, People don't want to do it unless actually it is easier for them. So I guess the overarching question there is, is it genuinely easier for my consumer to do something? If you can't say yes to that question, then actually is it even worth investing in the first place? Um, I think the second one is quicker. Um, Am I able to get answers slash resolutions in a timely manner? Uh, If I can do that or I can get the resolution more quickly, theoretically, I become a more happy customer. Um, And then again, more in our Andrew space but from the customer experience perspective uh, is it better is it genuinely a better customer experience for me interacting with the voice assistant so that may be maybe I get more information from the voice assistant maybe it's more personalised maybe it has better recommendation or that can again that customer experience can come from a, a variety of angles but I think if they can ask those three questions convenience speed and customer experience I think from there it, become a lot, it becomes a lot easier for them
0: so thank you andrew and thank you nick for a very interesting conversation and thank you all for listening uh if you'd like to know more and you can download the full conversational interface report from our website capgemini.com and to hear more from our retail podcast um you can subscribe to the capgemini podcast using your favorite podcasting app like soundcloud itunes or stitcher